Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I am talking about the third and final season of one of my favorite shows, Reservation Dogs. Uh, this third season came out this year, 2023, created by Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi. Uh, this show stars uh, DeFaro, Juan Atai, Devery Jacobs, Paulina Alexis, and Lane Factor. In this season, uh, the third season explores the history of the elders in the community and how the events and choices of their youth led to their present day lives. This show parallels this this uh season parallels uh are there are parallels in the season that are drawn between the res dogs and the younger selves of the aunties uncles and grandparents overall i am a huge fan of this series i've talked about the first and second season if you want to hear my in-depth thoughts on those these those seasons uh what started as a more lighthearted and funny show about kids growing up in a reservation, uh, these kids evolve. Uh, the show itself, I would say, evolved into a true work of art in this final season. I would say probably my second. The second season is probably my favorite of the series, but this final season has some absolutely beautiful episodes. Uh, beautifully closes the chapters of a lot of these characters or at least this current current chapter where these kids are kind of you know this is the the coming a uh, coming of age story these three seasons of reservation dogs and i fell in love with every single character that we're introduced to each season we're introduced to more and more characters and each season i fall in love with the new characters uh, and maintain my love for the original cast. Uh, but, <clears throat> you know, each season is like a new layer to the Native American experience, I would say. Right? The first season was a fun introduction to a group of kids who live on a reservation in Oklahoma, but dealing with the trauma of their friend committing suicide. That is kind of the big aspect of the first season the second season is that friend group trying to cope with the trauma as well but seeing the older generation's trauma so we see not only how the kids are dealing with it in the second season but we're also introduced to their parents and seeing the trauma that their parents went through and seeing just the generational trauma uh, that exists in their community and the third season explores even more of the historical trauma that's experienced by their elders. We get flashbacks to the the elders in like the 60s has some uh, definitely has some like um, fast times at Ridgemont High kind of uh, vibe to it or dazed and confused, maybe even a, a better comparison. 
but each season digging further and further into how they all got to their current reality living on the reservation right and it's a show about friendship it's a show about family community as well as trauma and loss uh, but it's a show that I absolutely love. Uh, and this was a great end, I would say, to the series as a whole. Three seasons, solid. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see more of this show. I am not ready to say goodbye to all of the characters. I would love a spinoff show. I would love... Uh, I don't know. I just I w would love to see this keep going. But I also love when shows don't do that because you know there's there's always a t there's always a moment doesn't matter how great the show is there's always a moment at which the show just lasted a little bit too long they're a little bit too desperate they run out of ideas and it's just not as good as it was and uh this one i think ended on a high and and i really did enjoy it and this the series how it ends kind of shows where all these characters will be going, right? Their paths are are going in different directions, right? The res dogs aren't going to be the same after this third season. So it, it does make sense as these kids are growing up, they're moving on with their lives, you know, and the last season ends with the kids, or the last season, season two ended with the kids going to LA to pay tribute and say goodbye to their friend Daniel their friend that committed suicide before the events that they were dealing with in the first season and uh, kind of coming to a conclusion in the second season. And they ended up stranded in L.A. at the end of the second season, right? Bear decided he wanted to stay in L.A. And I was really curious where they were going to take the, the next season, season three. Um, and it's just, you know, it's amazing how this show is able to introduce new layers to the story, new characters in such an interesting way. I always loved how cinematic this season was as well. It's some just so many times in this show, in this final season, and probably previous seasons as well, where it's just the cinematography is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, just great, sh beautiful shots, uh, great scenes. Um, and it's a series I will enjoy going back and revisiting. It's it's nice that they it exists at all. Um, and like I said, I wish the show could just keep going on, but it definitely ended in a very satisfying way. And it's you know it's due to all of the great characters, right? I just want to keep watching the characters. Bear and his talks with the spirit. Willie Jack doing anything. Probably my favorite character in this like i love all these characters really hard to pick favorites in this but i love willie jack throughout most of this series uh she is amazing but also i really do i it's weird like I, this season i really fell in love with bear and his interactions with the spirit those were always great also love cheese so sweet such a heartwarming character i like I love him so from the first season when he he introduces himself and tells people his pronouns I like it just made me fall in love with him it, it was like just he's like the perfect he's like he's he's sweet he's sweet and heart heartwarming really and you have Alora, probably the the strongest character 
right? And really the leader, I would say, of the Res Dogs, uh, because she has, or at least seems to have, the, the strength and maturity of the group. And then you have, like, the cop Big and his belief in Bigfoot, but also his unexpected journeys that he's gone on in these different seasons. Also, Kenny, the guy who runs the, the salvage yard, and his, he's like, his like desire to be accepted into the community. Uh, and also, you know, characters like the weed-smoking uncle. Like, all of these characters I absolutely love. Uh, the show also has great themes, themes of growing up, um, always feeling the same, just collecting baggage over the years. Uh, also, themes of family, obviously. You have in this season the aunt getting uh, the kids out in L.A. This is a big, this season is very much about family, but not only just direct family, but community, uh, friendship, those, the many different versions of family. You know, whether it's like the friends of the Res Dogs coming together or even the old guys taking cheese to go fishing and camping because he's playing too much vr like there's so many episodes and moments where it is all about family whether it's just father and son siblings or just people in your community that reach out and uh take the time to talk and share and be with uh each other it's great and i love this show so much um, so this first season was, or this third season was great, uh, very emotional end to the season and, uh, definitely got me choked up. Uh, I love this, this show. I love this season. Uh, some cameos from earlier seasons didn't make it into this one, uh, specifically like Bobby Lee showed up in season one and two. He's not in this one. Uh, Bill Burr. Another cameo from an episode, I think, in the first season. He's not in this. Uh, it is really focused primarily on the Native American community and not bringing in, I, although there is one cameo, there is one famous white guy <laughs> that is a great cameo in this season uh, and part of Alora's story in this season that I thought was great. Uh, I thought it was a perfect kind of... Uh, addition to the show addition to her story um but yeah i love this i love the show i love this season uh you know if i had any kind of issues with this season if i had to think of something that i wish this season had done more of is probably more of the kids together as the res dogs there are episodes and moments where they are together, but a lot of this show is them doing different things. Although there is, you know, this show opened with the kids getting together to pull off a heist. And in this final season, they come together with the addition of the other kids that moved to the reservation, officially bringing them into the Res Dogs crew 
and coming together to pull off a heist. So I did enjoy the fact that they did at least come back and pull off another heist. Because that's what it seemed like the show was going to be like in the first season, right? This ragtag group of kids growing up on a reservation causing trouble. What kind of trouble are they going to get into? And instead of that, it became a really deep dive into who they are who their parents are, who their grandparents are, how they are, all got there, what they're all dealing with, and really showed just amazing stories, amazing talent, shows what Sterling Harjo is capable of. I can't wait to see what he does, does next. Just showing how great actors these kids are, and can't wait to see what they do next. It's just this show has been a great platform to show the the artistic ability and creative talent that is involved with the show uh and i love it so i do want to talk about specifics so i will be getting into spoilers at this moment so if you don't want to be spoiled on what happened season three i'm going to be diving deep into it right now so if you don't want to be spoiled you haven't seen it yet i would imagine if you haven't, if you, um, I can't imagine somebody watching this and haven't having seen it yet. Watching a review on the third season of Reservation Dogs, I haven't. It did just recently finish. The last episode recently was released, which is why I'm reviewing it right now. I didn't get any kind of early access to it, but also I definitely recommend watch the full entire series if you haven't. It is. I mean, they're short episodes. I think most of them are like 30 minutes long, so you can burn through it. They're great. It's it's Some are heavy, some are not. It There's definitely heavy subject matter, but it's it's so well written that it's, it's not goofy, It's but it's also it's not mellow. It's like it's just real. It's just real, brings out the, the real kind of comedy that exists in life. It brings out the real drama and real trauma that exists in life, and... It just it it it's kind of just perfect. It's kind of a perfect expression of these stories and uh, their lives. So let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about something that I want to share with you. The Many Faces, which is an ongoing ink painting series of abstract and surreal faces that I do. A new face comes out every day. However, the big news is available now. I have limited edition prints that are signed and numbered, printed by me, professional grade inks on the same quality paper, 140 pound paper that I use for the original paintings. So the prints in sizes of four by six are sold for $5, six by nine are sold for 10, and nine by 12 are sold for 20. Only five prints are available for each original ink painting. So start your art collection now by going to inspireddisorder.com. Take your walls to the next level with these limited edition prints. Once they're gone, they're gone. Go to inspireddisorder.com and shop the collection and take your walls to the next level. And now let's get back to this episode. From here on out, spoilers. Uh, what I was surprised with is how little time they spend in L.A. I mean, obviously, this opens up right after the events of Season 2, where the kids are out in L.A. Homeless Jesus helps them kind of get to the beach, which is their mission to say goodbye to Daniel. At the end, after they do that, very heartfelt 
goodbye at the end of season two. Bear decides that he wants to stay in L.A. So it's like the big question is like what's going to happen to this group? Is Bear going to stay? How are they going to get home? All of that stuff. And, uh, you know, in this season we see they do go to Bear's dad's house uh, or his apartment in L.A. And, of course, he's not home. Uh, and uh, we see that one of their aunties from Phoenix comes to take them home on a bus. So right away, first episode, they are heading home. Uh, and I love how in this episode, in this season, as well as it had to have been the, the previous seasons, whenever they show a map of the U.S., it's not a map of the states. It is a map of the different areas in which different native american tribes existed uh and uh i love that i love how every aspect of this movie is just so so much a part of just they it all fits together it's all perfect it's all and it's not none of it is like on the nose or overly so it, it's just effortlessly what it is and i love it uh, and the the maps that they show is also it's like very educational for stupid white people that grew up in this country that has uh, just historically horrible uh, teachings of history and continues to continues to have people literally actively fighting for horrible history lessons to be taught in this country. So. I do love kind of the education. It's, you know, not only am I laughing and crying watching the show, I'm getting a little bit smarter uh, and, uh, you know, get, sh giving a little bit more, showing a little bit more of why uh, what we did, what colonizers have done uh, to not only native people of this country, but all over the place, uh, just how disgusting it is. So right away, the kids leave L.A. Alora on the way home, finds out not only that her dad is still alive, but finds out that he's white. And she kind of knew he was white, but she didn't really know, no. And then also, because, of course, nobody talks about it. I relate to that as far as families not really talking about things. Uh, I don't really know much of anything about my family. Uh, so it's always a, that's a fun moment. You see her her kind of path in this season finding out she's got a dad her wanting to sign up for college when she goes to sign up and she's sitting with the uh like the guidance counselor or whatever she has this gay guidance counselor who is absolutely hilarious uh but she needs her dad's info so the episode she, so in this season she goes to meet her dad and her dad is ethan hawk which is the one famous white guy that is uh, has a moment in this playing Alora's dad and it's great. Obviously not as Ethan Hawke, but as a character. It's so great. Uh, him, they, she goes, she's kind of like stalking him. And he notices as he's smoking a joint on the way home from the dispensary, uh, he notices this car following her and it's, and it's her, which is a funny kind of how they meet kind of thing where she's like stalking him. Um, and then how awkward it is to go meet him and go see the house where he has this new family, where he has a bunch of kids. His wife is dealing with opiate addiction. She's kind of like he's hopeful that she will be coming home soon. Um, 
but she, her she gets the info that she needs from him and he invites her to go pick up the kids at the bus stop and they have this great there's this great scene of of them walking to the bus stop him smoking a joint offering her a joint and just it, it's just so so good it's just a great example of how honest and real and like awkward and kind of perfect these storylines are in this show and then they finally share join at the bus stop and he invites her uh, after the kids get off and they meet her uh, he invites her to go to pizza night with them and you know at first she says no but then she decides to do it because like at this point she has no family her her grandma she was living with died in the last season so now she's living alone in her grandma's house her mom cookie passed away like that is part of the drama trauma that we saw people like bigger dealing with in season two where she died on a motorcycle in a motorcycle accident and you see that's part of laura's trauma that's part of the her parents generation's trauma losing cookie so she's been on her own aside from you know having her friends but even in her friend group even in with the res dogs they're all kind of starting to do their own things you know bear's got a job and and you know they're all kind of they're about to graduate high school cheese is a little younger so he's you know kind of isn't he's noticing the age differences but Alora doesn't really have like much family aside from like people in the direct community so this is like her seeing a real family inviting her in and it's a beautiful episode such great episode i'm already kind of feeling like i'm gonna get emotional so let's see if i cry <laughs> oh man just talking about that episode such a great episode and so great to see ethan hawk in this like it wasn't i i saw on tiktok not on, on instagram uh i follow follow sterling harjo and uh he posted like thank you to ethan hawk for being part of this and not really knowing where he was going to show up and then realizing that he was going to play Alora's dad loved it bear another one of the like Alora and bear kind of the leaders of res dogs i would say Alora more so than bear uh but bear still coming into his own in this one dealing with the fact that his dad who is a rapper is kind of an asshole that's never around and doesn't really care and backed out of uh stuff in the first season or second season like just he's just a piece of shit you know he's he's and he's not changed and uh so he, he's kind of had to deal with that and on the way back from LA he has like a conversation with the spirit which I love their back and forth um but he tells him like to not go on the bus spirit tells him not to go on the bus but unintentionally bear misses the bus right so he's kind of on his own walkabout his own journey to kind of just discover who he is and what he's going to do which is kind of another interesting right thing which i thought he was going to be going on a mission to find his dad he wasn't he was just just walking the land uh he's out in the desert and then he gets his vision of this spanish colonizer which is a great scene right you have the spirit and bear are interacting with this this colonizer on horseback 
and uh, the interaction doesn't seem that far off from what I'm sure really happened, where they have no idea what the colonizer's saying. Colonizer has no idea what they're saying. And uh, the spirit just kind of tricks the colonizer to go somewhere else, telling them that there's gold. Uh, go to the go to that tribe over there because they got gold. You can get gold from them. Um, very interesting uh, situation. Um, and you see in this episode, the spirit is basically the opposite of Bear's dad, right? He's always being forced away uh, into Larry's spirit is constantly forcing himself into Bear's life and won't leave. Meanwhile, Bear's actual dad is constantly leaving and Bear's begging for his dad to be part of his life. So in many ways, the spirit is like the the antithesis to his own dad. And Bear, I mean, that basically that's like what Bear says to tell him, like, you need to get out of here. Like, I can't believe that, like, you, you just need to leave me alone. And Bear makes the spirit cry. It's a very sad moment, especially since Bear knows that this guy is the opposite of what his dad is. And he's so desperate for his dad to be that for him. And when he has that kind of older male connection in this spirit, who is hilarious, one of the funniest characters is the spirit. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very sad moment when he tells him to, to get lost. But then it turns into like this Mad Max kind of kidnapping thing where we are introduced to Maximus who is another great character who I did not expect to become a big part of this season. But he gets picked up by this old Native American guy who's like kind of off his rocker, conspiracy theorist, kind of uh, Mad Max living off the grid kind of a thing. And almost turns out to be kind of a Yoda figure. Uh, he says he sees and knows star people. Not aliens, he refers to them as star people. Uh, and he seems like, uh, we find out that like he, people come for him and it's basically, he, he escaped from what I thought was a, a retirement community, but it seemed like a mental health place that he voluntarily checks into because he forgets to take his medicine when he forgets to take his medicine. Uh, he starts having visions and, and things and uh, every once in a while when he forgets and he escapes, the cops have to go pick him up and take him back. Um, but yeah, so that's an interesting character that we meet while Bear is on his journey. Uh, and the him and him and spirit are, are amazing. I love I love them, even though he told him to kick rocks uh, in this episode. Willie Jack doesn't have a lot. She's my favorite character. I, I mean, Spirit's probably one of my favorite characters as well. But Willie Jack, I love Willie Jack. Doesn't have as much to do in this season. She does ha get an episode towards the end, which I enjoy. Uh, she kind of in the last season realizes that, uh, you know, she has this kind of ability to communicate with uh, past people that have passed on uh this great scene in season two with her in the prison talking to 
an auntie i forget who who she's related to but uh and finds out she has these abilities which are the same as hers and in this season she wants to learn native medicine from uh this guy at uh that sits outside of the medical clinic giving out you know native medicine basically and she wants to uh learn from him right which is great uh she's part of rounding up the crew to get maximus when they want to break maximus out because she finds out that uh fixico the guy that's teaching her uh they are friends had a falling out fixico wanted to see him before he passes away so the great scene the heist scene of the season which i love uh she's the one that kind of rounds up the crew to uh break maximus out they get the bus from kenny which is great, which is a scene. Kenny has a great scene in season two with Big where they both take psychedelics together. Uh, unknowingly, Big just accidentally takes a bunch of psychedelics. Um, and in this scene where he kind of helps these kids, uh, gets the bus for them and helps them as the getaway driver for their heist. Uh, it's a great scene of him kind of finally feeling like he's been welcomed in. And then you have, of course, Fixico passing away at the end of the season. Uh, and you see that Willie Jack has to take over. She goes, there's another scene where she goes back into the prison and she, she's talking to her auntie again. And she's telling her that, you know, he may be dead, but while he was alive, he did all these things. He sat with a lot of people and talked to a lot of people and imparted some of his knowledge to those people and in those interactions he gave part of himself so even though he's dead he's still part of all of these different people who are part of the community and now it's willie jack's responsibility to do what he did which wasn't some magical medicine man stuff it was going to different people in the community letting them know that somebody cares about them taking the time to sit with them and talk with them and let them know that she is there for them. And now that's kind of a role that Willie Jack is going to have to take on, get to know all the people of the community, help all the people of the community. It's amazing. Like I would love to see a spinoff with Willie Jack at the, like just her at, you know, and what she's doing with the community with anything with her. I, I loved her as, as the, uh, willie jack my favorite character but you know and even during the funeral like you see the community has respect for her when they ask her to break ground as they dig the grave for uh fixico right so which is not something that usually the men dig the grave but because they have such respect for because she is filling in his foot foot you know filling in for him as this kind of person in the community it's a beautiful moment when they they ask her to uh break break ground for uh the you know break ground for the the grave digging let's take a quick break from this podcast episode so i can share something that can make you some money if that's what you're looking to do sign up now to make extra money doing user-generated content. You don't need to have a big social media following. 
you would like to get some free products to create original content like product photos, how-to videos, unboxing videos, product reviews, product de demos. If you want to do any of that stuff, if that sounds like fun, you want to make some money and get some free products, go sign up through Join Brands today. Go to my link, inspireddisorder.com slash UGC. This is the exact same service that I use to book jobs and get paid. It doesn't cost anything to sign up. You don't have to connect your social media accounts. Just prove you can make the content by completing their very simple certification process, and you're ready to make money. Sign up now. Go to inspiredisorder.com slash UGC and click on the sign up button on the bottom of the page. Once you sign up, just apply to whatever gigs you want in the marketplace. Go to inspiredisorder.com slash UGC and see all of the content I've created and click on the link to sign up and start getting paid to make content and get free products. Now let's get back to the show. Cheese in this app in this season. Uh, he ends up getting glasses at one point, which isn't, it's kind of a weird small thing that doesn't really factor into much. Uh, but he has worries that his friends are leaving him behind. Obviously, they have age differences uh, that he's noticing more. Uh, and in kind of pushing himself, withdrawing himself from his friends and just him getting into VR and just kind of falling into that world, there's an episode where the old guys uh, take him fishing and camping. And while they're sitting around, she's tells him about this thing he did when he was in the the boys home which i think was last season and he's like it's kind of like group therapy where he's like i got the stick if you're holding the stick just share something about yourself so you have cheese this kid handing these sticks to you know the uncle that that smokes all the weed the other uncle that uh i think he makes like copper figures and then big the 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 cop um, and they're all like passing it. And it's like it ends up he ends up like getting them to open up about feelings, which is something you I mean, you don't see older men doing. And it starts off with big opening up about all the pain he has from losing his two friends, which was a big aspect of season two and him breaking down crying. And it's like a scene where it's at one point very emotional and gets you choked up. But the amount and way Big is crying finds the funny, which I love the balance that this, this show strikes with talking about extremely emotional, heart-wrenching topics, but then always being able to find the funny. And then you have Brownie opening up about his lost friend, uh, which he's talking about Maximus, uh, which we find out later. Bucky tells Cheese that he reminds them of his friend Maximus. Um, who is the star people guy, which is kind of great how this all gets tied together in this season. Um, and at the end of the episode, cheese calls his friends to, to join them. Right. He's like, he promises the old guys that he won't be like, he won't be like Maximus. He won't leave. And he will make an effort to spend time with his friends. And then at the, at the end of the episode, when he calls everybody and they're all just kind of there drinking their giant cups of soda. It's great. It's a great another great episode. Uh, you have Big kind of having this this flirtation with the receptionist 
at the clinic, which is hilarious. Uh, during the credits of one of the episodes, it, it's them sharing a piece of gum, almost like Lady and the Tramp. It is he is like probably him and Spirit are the two funniest characters in in the entire show. Uh, and he has, of course, another Bigfoot story that he tells to Cheese. You have Bear's mom gets an offer promotion that requires her to move which is one of her big decisions and she ends up starting to see cookie spirit Alora's mom which is a great moment uh and she gets her friends to say goodbye right she cookie gets her to go say hello to laura elora which you know is like and then she gets mad it's like you could do that at any point and you don't do it why don't you go see my daughter and see how she's doing it is like the balance of like making me want to cry and making me want to laugh. The, sh the show just rides that line constantly. And that episode with her getting the friends of Cookie together to have a kind of a ritual to say goodbye in the same ways that the Res Dog kids said goodbye to Daniel uh, was an amazing end to that episode. Kenny. Of course, taking responsibility for the bus after the heist, the bus blew up and Kenny kind of taking responsibility for that. Absolutely great. Him being brought in. Great character. Uh, other great episodes. There's a Dear Lady episode. We were introduced to Dear Lady last season, but we see her kind of backstory, which I assume Dear Lady is a common like mythical feature in native american cultures or at least it is in this in this particular one but we see where dear lady came from being an orphan at a catholic church who, who's obviously grooming native children which is the thing that christians and catholics do around the world they go to places and they eviscerate native beliefs and native cultures and they and in this show you see how they did that to the native americans and the horrific things that they do the horrific things that these christians and catholics did to native children is absolutely disgusting and absolutely true i mean there there've been like recently mass graves of children discovered on church land right you have a church that is a orphanage for children and surrounding the orphanage are child sized graves because of the horrific things these churches have done doing literally the devil's work in the name of the Lord as it were. So absolutely kind of a brutal origin story for dear lady. She also happens to be the one that, that takes bear back home uh she finds him and uh in that episode in modern time she ends up getting revenge on one of the guys who was at her church who did evil things to children and it's pretty great uh like i mean in the church you see what they they did uh like when they speak they just kind of the the like the nuns and stuff they speak with like gibberish which i assume is to illustrate how native children had no idea what language they were speaking and they just have these people yelling at them you have to like the only kind of communication that got through was tone 
and a lot of that tone was anger and uh very much a horror episode the episode with dear lady uh forcing them to cut off their long hair forcing them to dress all dressed the same feeding them slop for forbidding them and punishing them for use of any of their native native language they were no longer allowed to use so it's like completely eradicating their entire culture their religion their language their way of being and that's what christian and catholic religions do around the world africa big you see that the effects of that in africa where you have these countries in africa that are like 90 percent christian and they are currently passing laws that are the same types of hate that you see red states passing in in red states you know outlawing uh homosexuality and all that all of the the kind of unwelcoming hateful kind of rules that they impose on people and that those those things are happening because generations of africans have been groomed by by christians going there building schools but forcing them to be indoctrinated into their religion and completely eviscerating whatever native religions whatever native languages existed as well as eviscerating actual children and people and of course we see dear late they beat kids force them to do labor uh you know and you see not only is it an orphanage but it's a cemetery with a bunch of child-sized graves uh and of course you know all the other evil things that uh religious leaders do to children um so you have it's a it's a, a crazy episode uh so she's like the dear woman's kind of like this mythical person who kills evil people who harm children um and uh she there's the scene you see that her her weapon of choice are deer antlers and then her shoes when you see her walking away uh and her shoes she's like leaving blood prints her shoes look like deer hoofs so it looks like a deer came in and stabbed a guy with its horns and then left it, it's pretty amazing uh and the, the the whole thing with with her is keep smiling they can't stop you from smiling right something that one of her friends in the orphanage told her before he was dragged away and killed or beaten or whatever definitely uh definitely an episode that made me cry uh absolutely um yeah it like in my opinion like i'm i'm an atheist i don't believe in anything for a moment i was christian uh but uh if the christian god does really exist uh it, it's the most evil entity to allow such evil to happen not only to happen in his name but also to happen in his house like what kind of an almighty being are you to allow literally the most evil things to happen to children by people who represent you in buildings that represent your house if that almighty God does exist, then he allows those evil things to happen, which I could, I can't imagine why people would want to worship a God that would allow that. Or it's really just not that almighty. Either way, 
it's I I I have a hard time uh, sympathizing with people who justify believing in a religion that does some of the most evil things. Anyway, uh, episode three, back on the res, uh, great characters. Uh, you know, it's, it's very quickly this show gets back to the reservation where we get all the great characters and comedy. Um, them getting punished for leaving. Episode five, uh, Housemaid of Bongs is kind of like a dazed and confused native edition. Flashback to the older generation, the elders as kids. Uh, you see Maximus and his friends uh, still using the same term shit ass, which I thought was great. Uh, you have their big dreams versus their small town thinking uh, crabs in a bucket kind of constantly pulling pulling each other down pulling down the people that have dreams of getting out and doing big things uh, the final episode fixico's funeral is is great where you have the community coming together to say goodbye seeing everyone's new paths where everybody's going uh, bear is proud of Alora. When she tells him that she got into the school and that she's going to be going to school, uh, Kenny shows up uh, to help them dig. He brought shovels and everybody welcomes him in. That's a great moment as well. Uh, they all take turns digging. All the men take turns digging the grave uh, over the night. And you have Bear and Spirit uniting again and saying goodbye. You know, he recognizes that Bear is is ready to be on his own and doesn't need his help anymore. Uh, absolutely great, great episode. Very heartwarming and also emotional end to the show. Um, the show makes me laugh. It makes me cry. I have so much love for these characters, and uh, I really can't wait to see what Sterling, Sterling Harjo does next. Can't wait to see what all these characters do next, all these actors do next. Uh, it's so great, and uh, if they did a spinoff show, with Willie Jack, I would not be disappointed. Would not be disappointed. But uh, I love it. Reservation Dogs Season 3. Thank you all for tuning in to the Ray Taylor Show. I do hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Reservation Dogs Season 3. Don't forget to tune in on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Disorder. Until next time. Enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.